Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. Mm-hmm. I had a Caesar yesterday at a kid's birthday party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a little earlier than that. Mm-hmm. Didn't everyone uh, see that Michael Douglas Demi Moore movie where she gave him a job and he was like, no, 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 and he sued her for sexual harassment? It's based on a Michael Crichton novel. You guys know, Stoff, you know what movie I'm talking about, right? Job? Mm-hmm. Michael Douglas Demi Moore. Okay, so we all. Mm-hmm. While you're watching TV with your roommate on the couch? Yes! Give me the dirty talk every time! There's a new drop. Uh, mm-hmm. Would you rather have sex Why? Why with every your time? cousin no. and no one knows, or don't have sex with your cousin and everyone thinks you did? Uh, Why does every one of your would you rathers involve the incest? <laughs> like, you need to talk to someone. Every single one. You, have you realized this? Mm-hmm. The, the one that does not involve incest is my answer. But everyone's going to think everyone you thinks did. you did. Good for them. I'll just say, well, it didn't happen, so let's move on. Mm-hmm. April showers bring May flowers, not, right. not April, April. Freeze your <laughs> off. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast, presented by our good friends at Coors Light. Give me a rimmer, and that's it. <laughs> Dance. Dance. April 16th, 2018. It's the Jay and Dan podcast for that time period. A uh, winner, go f- yourself. It never ends. It never seems to be ending. And I, I was telling a bunch of people last week, oh, this winter hasn't been so bad. It's been pretty good. It's been much better than I expected coming back from California. And then this weekend, the ice storm hits. Yeah, so describe it. I was away for the weekend. What happened in good old Toronto? It was uh, biblical, like the apocalypse. <laughs> uh, the rains came, the freezing rains came. And actually, I didn't find it that bad to drive in. But then I got into work on Sunday night. And the surface of the parking lot, the walk leading into the TSN building was literally like an outdoor skating rink, and someone could have died. So, way to go, Bell. Uh, get some... <laughs> they're, normally, they're throwing down bags and bags of salt here, like it's going out of style. And yesterday, there was none. So, thankfully, I think everyone was okay. But it was... Yeah, it was freezing. Everyone I know, their basement flooded. Stuff, your, your house... the. The upstairs got some water in it. Yeah, too? we got water in through uh, cracks in the around the windows. So oh, that's God. fun. Just mm. the worst. Just the worst. That's yeah. Meanwhile, Toolsy was sunning it, on, in beautiful Bristol, Tennessee. Yeah, went down to the, the race in Bristol. Uh, arrived there on Friday. Twenty six degrees and sunny. Um, Bristol, not an easy place to get to. Uh, so you have to fly into Charlotte. You can take a connector. But then you have to wait for the connector and yada, yada, yada. So we just drove three and a half hours through the, uh, the Appalachians. Ooh. It's windy. Uh, now, did you De- run if, into any hillbillies? Oh, wow. uh, I'll get to that. Ooh. Um, if Dean Willers, our camera guy at the Olympics, was in that vehicle, uh-huh. there would have been vomit everywhere. Sure. Because he uh, it notoriously car sick. gets car sick. Yeah, real, real uh, gets car sick all the time. I always had to sit in the front passenger seat or drive. Otherwise, we weren't going anywhere with yeah, Dean. So after two hours of that, we're like, we gotta, we gotta pull over. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So you pulled into a small town and you heard. We stopped, had a beer, and had a lunch at this place. Went some antique shopping and what? What? Somewhere in Tennessee. 
Well, I don't know. To bring back any armoires? I don't know if it was someone's house or what, but uh, it was a shanty, and I walked in and took a peek around and, and got the hell out of there. Yeah, that seems a little bit like hanging out around an Orono. <laughs> Walking in somebody's house, there's an antique in there, maybe an old man running a library. Um, one thing I noticed driving, driving through these uh, little small towns, everyone's got about eight cars. Nice cars? <laughs> eh, no. Some of those cars buried in the sand? Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot yeah. of growth around them. Yeah. But everyone has at least half dozen cars. Maybe we need to up our car game. Maybe we need more vehicles. You and I each only have one car. Should we get more cars? Um, the other thing we noticed, you will see a $4 million house. You'll see one of those. And then uh, every other house is a little shanty shack. So like Scarborough. So it's like, and there doesn't seem to be any building codes or rhyme or reason where these shacks are, are set up, but... Huh. Oh, that sounds uh, weird. Like a weird experience for you. Yeah. Hard for you to wrap your head around. We were, uh, and then one night uh, we were going out for dinner and the Uber driver picked us up. Carl. Good guy. Um, You're looking for an Uber in Bristol. You'll want to talk to Carl. So we're driving by uh, this hill and I look up and there's about a hundred foot uh, uh, flag um, at the top of it. Confederate flag flying high. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Carl, what's that? He's like, oh, geez, you weren't supposed to see that. <laughs> oh, Carl. A uh, lot of Trump uh, flags. Uh, flags? I, yep. Trump Like flags. Trump's face on a flag? No, it just says Trump. It just says Trump. Just yep. Trump. And counted six Confederate flags while I was down there. So it's, uh, it's the South. Yeah, it is. Those Trump flags are almost... Stranger than the Confederate flag. And I had my uh, conversation already in case uh, someone wanted to talk politics. They were going to say, oh, what do you think our president? I'm like, yeah. who's your president? I'll say Donald Trump. And I'm like, the, what? Bi the businessman? Oh, Whoa, how's that going? I've been in a coma for four <laughs> years. What? I, I was just going to play dumb. But yeah. honestly, that I sent that out as a tweet once. Can you imagine if you've been in a coma for the last three years and you woke up today and you, you read the news? Trump president like that would freak you the f out mm -hmm. that would really really mess with your head um it would uh bristol once we got there unreal i could not advise you enough to go to a race there the experience you can fit like one hundred and sixty thousand people into this place and they have a scoreboard that hangs over the track it's an engineering marvel i don't know how it stays up there was but it, it full? Was the was no, it packed? No. The, no. Uh, the BMS? Because uh, on Saturday, we had really nice rain. weather for the uh, the Xfinity race. And then come Sunday, it was, uh, it was not pretty. They didn't know if they'd get the race in or not. But they got half of it in. Yeah. We could still uh, run our pool because um, we do 20 bucks a number in the suite. Uh, that's a pot of 780 bucks. Winner take all. Um so the, the two people, the two, like, 21-year-old kids working this week, they're like, oh, we want in. I'm like, here you go. I'll get you each a number. So you got a driver each. They're like, oh, this is going to be so fun. It's going to be so exciting. I'm like, yeah, it's really cool. So we found out that they were canceling the race for the day. Everyone was going all over Hell's Half Acre. So some people were staying for the race on, on the conclusion Monday. on Monday. Yep. Others were leaving. I'm like, I'm not searching people out. I said, guys, we're putting all the numbers in a hat. 
winner take all, whoever gets selected. A.J. Allmendinger gets selected. The girl leapt 30 feet in the air. She had him. 780 bucks. She was so excited, she was trembling. Oh, by God. As I handed her the money. This is one of the girls who works in the... Suite. Yeah, so it was... A, oh, that's a nice story. It ended up great. Oh, that's good. I would have totally cheated the system. I would have been like, all right, and here we go. And I would have reached in, held on to my number, or like folded it just a little bit. I'm no, like, I didn't. Oh, look, Martin Truex. Im- impartial. I actually had Martin Truex, but he had a horrible race. Martin Truex, I win. Well, sorry, guys. I'm Dan O'Toole. <laughs> Thanks for playing. My name's Dan O'Toole, and I support this ad. Uh, speaking of Martin Truex, Jr., um, Cole Pern, who's been on this uh, podcast, his crew chief, uh, we went and uh, did a couple interviews with him, and then he's like, what are you guys doing tonight for the Leaf game? We're like, I don't know. He's like, we're going to watch it. And we, so we watched the Leaf game with him. Is that how you said it to him? <laughs> yes. Come on, it'll be fun. Uh, and then we went to a place called, oh, you would have loved this place. Uh, we're like, well, we don't want to... Turn in yet? We're on the road. Let's go have some fun. So we went to a place called the Electric Cowboy. Mm. So <laughs> it it, it uh, felt like okay. a strip club going in because it was like neon lighting. Sure, it did. Go on. And it was like everyone in there had been turned into a zombie, and they were all dancing together, line dancing to like one of the songs they were dancing to, Copperhead Road. They all know the knew the moves. All these other songs, people would scream when they heard the opening chords, run out onto the dance floor and dance together. I thought that was all over. No, yeah, I thought it was over too. I remember that well when that was the case. Uh, Boot, Scoot, and Boogie would come on Mm -hmm. and everyone would just make a beeline for the dance floor. I would sit there confused, terrified. Um, But you're saying that continues in Tennessee. Copperhead Road. Copperhead Road seems like a, a heavy song to line dance to. We took Copperhead Road on the way to the race one day. They said to turn right on Copperhead Road. I don't know if that was the actual Copperhead Road in which Steve Earle sang the song about. Um, Well, I mean, maybe it was. But all I can say is uh, it sounds like Electric Blue is a pretty wild time. Electric Cowboy. Electric Cowboy. I thought you were going to say it was a different kind of bar, to be honest. And uh, that was in Johnson City. Tennessee. So if you're ever in Johnson City and you're looking a line dance to a song that's about a man who went to Vietnam. <laughs> uh, Johnson it, check City. Check it out. Johnson City is um, mentioned by name in the uh, the song Wagon Wheel. Rock me mama and it... And the guy, they mentioned Johnson City. So we went there. Um, and then we'll it's be going story. back for the August race. That was the whole point. We went there to, to shoot a couple of promos. It was right. the last day to enter. The, you the should. You, so you're working for NASCAR Canada. This yes. is part of your job, uh, one of the things you do. And you shot these promos with Bark and Fitz. Is that right? The NASCAR mascots? The, the race mascots uh, were named Bump and Run. Oh, Bump and Run. That makes more sense than yeah. Bark and Fitz. And... Um, they both had reverse boners because their tails were erect, but protruding from where a tail would protrude from. For some dogs, does that mean they're aroused if their tails go straight up? I don't know. But uh, Bump had a big barrel. No. Big, big barrel. We, don't, we were trying to determine if it was part of the costume or if it was a real-life belly. And you pointed out that you thought Bump and Run or someone in your 
crew, your NASCAR crew, uh, described those mascots as a bit mangy. A bit mangy. <laughs> there are a couple of raccoons. Now, now, in your estimation, you know, standing next to them, arms around them, fingers running through their fur, did you also find them mangy? No. Perhaps a bit stenchy? No, no odors. No, o- nothing? No odors. That's saying something to me. That's impressive. Well, it sounds like you had a great time, and you made it back. Like, you kind of missed the ice storm, so yep. you really planned that I flew that back this morning, so I flew back Monday morning. We thought we were going to throw uh, fly into the teeth of it, but uh, hey, we're okay. Uh, Charlotte uh, flew in there. Uh, they don't want to do little pieces of construction. The entire city is under construction, the airport, everything. So a heads up if you fly into Charlotte. It's So it's like Montreal all the time. I guess. I don't. Just the entire city under construction. All the time. Yeah. And biblically cold. Though Charlotte sounds like it was beautifully warm. And it saw our uh, former uh, co-worker, Caitlin Vincy. Oh, how's she doing? She had a baby, she's doing, right? She's doing... In one year, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they had a baby. Mm-hmm. They got married. Mm-hmm. And her husband, who is on Martin Truex uh, Jr.'s uh, crew, um, wins a championship. Mm-hmm. All in, I'm like... So I asked him, I said, which, which one uh, was the best? He's like, uh... All of them? <laughs> like, good good answer. answer. Yeah. Was Caitlin there when uh, he said that? Oh, yeah. Oh, good for him. She needs to know where she stands. Not anywhere above <laughs> his personal career. It has changed my life. By the way, Brian, that was the voice of Brian Hayes, who's the uh, afternoon host on TSN yeah. Radio in Toronto. He left what appears to be some fungus on the microphone. Is that right? Because you're using his microphone. I'm on Noodles' microphone. Jamie McLennan, also on that afternoon it, show. It's like he was eating crackers or a bale of hay and then didn't drink any liquids with it, and it just all fl- flew out of his mouth onto this mic sock. Christoph, is it has ha- changed my life. Is Brian Hayes a big saltines while hosting a radio show guy? <laughs> Uh, perhaps at times, although he doesn't usually eat it there, so that's a little suspicious. Yeah, could have been a, someone before him. Maybe, maybe it was Wheeler or something like that. Um, that that's the my pillow ad. People in our that work on our show swear by this pillow. Right now, producer Tim, on the other hand, he's not a big fan. Prod T, not a fan. Took producer Tim out for a nice birthday dinner on Friday. Ooh, Ooh. How'd that go? Really great. We went to Harbor Sixty. Was what a he wonderful- surprised? He was surprised and delighted, and they treated us very, very well, very nicely. It was uh, it was a lovely night. They brought out, I think they might have been clearing out the dessert cabinet. <laughs> they brought out like six desserts. It was unbelievable. We ordered one. We were, you know how it is. You go to a steakhouse, you can barely get any dessert in. You're so full. Yeah. And you've got the meat sweats, and you're ready to pass out. You've been drinking so much red wine. And Where they- is the money? Then they bring out six desserts, all rich, heavy, delicious, coconut cream pie. Oh, God, they were so good. Now, uh, let us into the restaurant. Who did you see? Because uh, Harbor 60 is a literal who's who. It's a literal who's who. Put it this way. I didn't see anyone I I recognized, but what I did see was that every table seemed to be occupied by a man who either was on or should audition to be on Dragon's Den. His second or third wife, and then their 10 and 11-year-old boys who are celebrating a birthday eating $40 hamburgers. That's kind of the clientele I saw there. A lot of suits. A lot of suits at dinner downtown. Great time. But one other thing I did, Dan, was today I did a rehearsal. I'm hosting the uh, Entrepreneur Organization 
Global Conference this week. Pretty exciting. I mean, you're not the only one taking sweet side gigs. Okay? Uh, this what? is huge. Did they not want me to take part? Well, what they said was they reached out to you, but your people told them that you were busy at NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> and hanging out with Bark and Fitz. I, I have no people. <laughs> they were hanging out with Bark and Fitz. So they, they came to me for the solo gig, but that's not really the point. It's going to be fine. Everything's great. But the guy who they've hired to produce this, so essentially this organization hires this guy to set up the stage, you know, get the AV together, the big screens, the mics, everything. It's all put together. This is his job. Young guy, like maybe 30. So someone says to me as we're rehearsing, because we actually rehearsed, that's how serious they are. They said, you know, Zach over there, this is the guy, they're like, Zach, the guy who produces this, he has no home. He doesn't have a home. And I'm like, what do you mean he doesn't have a home? He's like, he does these gigs all over the world. He goes for a pharmaceutical company, they'll be having a convention, he'll go do that, he'll stay at that hotel. He'll go, another company having a convention in Vegas, he'll stay in Vegas at that hotel. No home, doesn't have a home. So I said to him, do you carry like a suitcase around he said no have you ever heard of the duffel app have you heard of this dan no no so what he does is he gives this company duffel i guess they are all his clothes and they take pictures of them categorize them and then he on this app selects which clothes he wants sent to his next location they send those clothes to the hotel at the next location dry cleaned pressed perfectly done he wears them at the next location, puts them in a box with a FedEx label that's been given to him, drops it off at the front desk when he leaves this hotel. They send it back to Duffel. He gets on the app again, says, all right, I want these clothes for the next location. So he has no luggage. He has no home. He's a nomad. Could you live like that? I think it would be pretty awesome. Come on, it'll be fun. Yeah. But you'd run into problems. You're like, ah, the weather's different. Uh, I needed a sweater, but I didn't, I didn't get Duffel to send me a sweater. Yeah, that's have... But then you go out and you buy a new sweater because you're not paying rent or paying a mortgage. You've got tons of sweet cash in your pocket because the company's paying your hotel. So you're not even paying. You paid zero accommodations your entire year. And I like that part. And you probably don't pay for much food either. And probably not much booze. Daddy needs his rimmer. This is a job for tools. He's that busy, though? Yeah. He goes all over North America, goes to Japan, Korea. It's a good gig. We need to get into that racket. One small problem, we have no technical skills. And that seems like a lot of planning. I go on the road, and I don't know what hotel I'm in until I'm walking into it. Okay, well, that's extreme. It seems like you should at least know what hotel you're in. As you now, walk into it and look at the sign in because front of the I'm hotel. always with someone. I'm always like <laughs> I just said eh, we're gonna like I showed up at our hotel Friday, never at a it was a Hilton Garden Inn. I found out as I was walking into it where we were staying. But if you're hired by someone, one of these companies, surely there'll be a point person at that company. Yeah, I'll just follow them you. around. Right. There you go. Uh it was funny. So we stayed at the Hilton Garden Inn in Bristol and then we stayed at the same same chain, Hilton Garden Inn in Charlotte. It was so trippy. We walked into the one in Charlotte, complete same layout, everything. We're like, did we return to the hotel we just left? They, it was the, the same, Hilton Garden every, Inn. They the like to keep everything. things consistent. Yeah, I was. We were very confused. Now, uh, Dan, another thing that happened over the weekend was Coachella. Uh, Coachella was over the weekend. Right. Beyonce was one of the headliners. It was a big deal. Lots of celebs there. 
And I was feeling a little sad because not only did we have this ice storm, but I went to the last two Coachellas and I didn't get to go to this one because I was stuck in the ice storm. But someone we know did go to Coachella. I, I think I know who this is because I commented on one of their pictures. It's, uh, it's a friend of ours from the Jane Dan podcast version 2.0. It's a man who never showed up for the podcast on time, ever. Mm. He was driving from across town, never made it on time. Uh, it's a man who often feuded with our friend Mike Botticello. I'm not sure if they ever settled their differences. And it's a man who I think has now found inner peace in the desert over the past weekend. It's our good friend, Pat Muldowney. Pat, are you there? I got gotcha. you. Yes! All right. Okay. Ah, Work this great. Time. Okay, buddy. How? First of all, how are you doing? It's been far too long since we've talked to you. Uh, big picture, I'm doing well. Things are going great. Uh, specifically today, I'm... You know, I'm 35, and I just came back from Coachella. So physically, I'm I'm not in great shape. Right. You. So the weekend took a lot out of you. That's what you're saying. Too many hallucinogenic drugs. Not enough water. That seems like the fun stuff for me. It was like I'm too old to walk that far. My sinuses are bothering me because I was breathing in dust. So just, just this old scarf, this uh, handkerchief around my neck doesn't match everything I'm wearing. That was a recurring problem all weekend. Did you buy, and people should go to Pat's Instagram to see the bandana that was around his neck that we're referring to, <laughs> which, and I understand that it is dusty, uh, but not that dusty. Was this, a, was this a premeditated purchase before you got to Coachella that you, you got the bandana around the neck? I bought about 15 bandanas before we went. Wow. Uh, it, it, wow. It, it, it is that dusty. You wait, wait. There. You're crazy if you're saying it's not that I dusty. I never once bought a bandana and, and wrapped it around my neck or face. I Here's, just puffed uh, it out. Where would you get 15 bandanas? <laughs> Amazon? Simply, There's a store I get called Simply Amazon. Bandanas. <laughs> I, if I need something, I search Amazon and I wait for it to show up at my house. I don't know where to stop for things. Okay. You're the reason brick and mortar is failing, Pat. <laughs> That's true. Failing. Um, so what was the highlight of the weekend for you? Uh, it, it was a sh- the Chance the Rapper coming out during Cardi B's performance was pretty incredible. Um, the Being there for Beyonce was pretty... It, it was an experience, I'll say that. It was a lot of fun. Um, you know, overall, it was a good weekend. Uh, you know, Coachella's a good experience, Jay. I know you've been there. Uh, Dan, you would, God, would you hate it. Um, but it's it's never going to be the best live performances. Uh, it's just there's too many people. There's too much going on. Uh, but overall, as a weekend, it was a lot of fun. And, you know, the, the performances we did see were pretty good. Did you do the the VIP? Well, you were invited. Your girlfriend was invited, right? So you guys were backstage hanging with the Crawford Gerbers, uh, Nicki Minaj, <laughs> Uh, Timothy Shamalat, or whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> uh, we're we're one level away from being uh, actually able to enjoy it on that level. The thing about like you you should get VIP if you go to Coachella, but it's a, it's an awful experience. There's more people in the VIP sections than there are in just the regular like 21 and up area where you can go get beer. So it's just it's better to like kind of be old than it is to be VIP there. I could not imagine paying a thousand dollars for that experience. Uh, that's what's wrong. what's You're a beer, wrong about that, Pat? What's a beer cost you there? What's food cost you? Is it uh, is it like airport prices? It's it's pretty bad. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I mean the the food is 
you know, 10, 15 bucks. I mean, the Shake Shack was, I think, 12 bucks or something. Uh, beers are like 12, 15 bucks. Everything's, you know, as you would expect. But the, the reason I would argue you go VIP is because you get the access to that food. And if that costs me $1,000, then that's what I'm going to do. Because the food outside there- that VIP is not good. That's true. There is better food in the VIP experiences. Uh, there's just typically longer lines for it. Now, um, for you, you're now at the Ringer, Pat. And uh, how are things going uh, at theringer.com? Things are great. It's, uh, it's been weird for me being in a small company, uh, as you guys know, uh, at Fox. that You would run into people every day that you, you didn't know, you'd probably never seen before, you certainly had never met. Uh, so being in a smaller company has been been fun for me. It's a good experience, uh, and you know, a few months in now, people don't seem to uh, they haven't learned to hate me like a lot of the people that we worked with. Well, let's uh, get into that a little bit. Uh, first of all, is it true? What? Why did you leave our podcast? Podcast two point I think a lot of listeners who've listened for a long time want to know the answer to this. You were gone abruptly, like uh, like a, a ghost. In I the speculated night. that Ben somehow fired you. So I don't know that it was a firing, but I do remember it having to be something along those lines. I was I know because I was always still on the emails uh, with you guys and Mike and Ben, even after they shifted my office over to Playa. Uh, but I would still come over, you know, every opportunity that I got. Um, and then it got to the point where I, I remember Ben. I Ben at one point told me that you guys were so annoyed that sometimes I wouldn't be there because I had to be in meetings or something, that you both just didn't want me on the podcast Yeah, that's anymore. some complete like, bullshit. No, that's not true. That's not true. So, I, I you were late a lot, though. You were late a lot. Now, you were coming <laughs> yeah, from true. across town. That, that was yeah. your disadvantage, for sure. And you were coming in the middle of very heavy traffic. Yeah, um, and I, but I also, like, didn't offer much. So it wasn't like it was worth dealing with the hassle of me being late. No, that's not you true. Guys. You offered a lot. You were yeah. very, you were good on the drops, I thought. And I enjoyed your uh, repartee with Mike Botticello. I thought you guys had a nice, <laughs> a nice banter, a light, a nice chemistry, if you will. Do you so and Mike hang I, out? Uh, no. Uh, I did see him NBA All-Star Weekend uh, at some uh, the Adidas party. Uh, it was the first time Mike and I saw each other in a while. How was that? Uh, an, a slow embrace, maybe a look across the room uh, through a smoky image. Uh, you get together, you embrace, uh, all is forgiven? Yeah, it was, I mean, it was a big concert. Um, we hung for a little bit and talked because I was there by myself. Um, and then Mike drove me home because he drove to the concert and I guess was not drinking so oh okay so you guys had a a lot of time to reflect oh yeah a lot of traffic on the way home (laughs) (laughs) i love it can we i i just want to i want to run this back real so i remember specifically ben teller telling me that you guys didn't want me on the show anymore so i didn't know that if i fully believed that version of the story or not so i specifically remember emailing both of you guys and saying guys you know, thanks for the opportunity. Uh, you know, I was a huge fan of the podcast before you came here. Working on this has been like the best part of my job for four years now. You know, I love you guys. I've you know had a blast. And you both emailed me back separately, individually, saying none of that is true. We never said that. Yeah, exactly. this wasn't the case. Hundred percent. Right. Yeah. No, I, we would never have said anything like that. Um, I didn't realize 
uh, that you you and Ben maybe didn't get along as well as as we hoped you did. I I had no clue until much much later, like basically I after you had left. Yeah, that was really when I found out a lot about it too. Uh, I just <laughs> I don't I don't think he was I don't think he, uh, he saw my role as being very helpful. So so how do we mend this? How do we bring uh, two of our most popular podcast personalities together? Uh, and, uh, you know, sort of, uh, heal the wounds, so to speak. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe some double dates. Uh, my girlfriend and I can maybe help Ben along his journey that yes. I know has been yeah, he quite a roller help. coaster ride. It really has, Pat. It would be so <laughs> wonderful, actually. I would love that. Uh, I think I'm just a penis guy. Just a double date. Uh, you guys, <laughs> maybe a triple date. Maybe Botticello joins. Oh, I would love to see who Mike showed up with. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got to make that happen. And are you still getting uh, tweets from Canadian people wondering if you're dead or about to die? Yeah, I, I that that I don't think that'll never end, uh, and I'm I'm thankful for that. And you know, the shocker of the century, I posted a sunset picture from Coachella yesterday, yes. and I got a tweet back from somebody in Canada immediately saying, "I'm so thankful that the sunset pic made this." Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have been the same if you hadn't posted a sunset pic from Coachella. Though you're maybe you're dialing that back a little bit. I feel like than from when you first arrived. Like you're acting like yeah, you've been there before. No, it's definitely not that. I, I'm still enamored by every time the sun goes down below the ocean. But I live <laughs> in West Hollywood now. Oh, so very I'm nice. Not in Santa Monica anymore. Perfect. Well, you can learn all about the sauna culture and, and catch Toolsy up for the next time when we move back to L.A. <laughs> then Toolsy won't be so surprised. That's this right. Time. I'll know what's going on in WeHo. <laughs> <laughs> all right, buddy. Well, listen, I, we, we wanted to catch up. We wanted to see how Coachella was. And, uh, and yeah, work on that double date. Maybe, uh, maybe we all reach out on Twitter uh, because I think a double date would be a real special experience uh, for everyone involved. Uh, well, maybe not Ben, but everyone else. Yeah, I, I think it would. I, worst case scenario, we know we'll come away with some good stories. Hey, That's Pat, true. I know you're a NASCAR fan now. Um, I just uh, got back from Bristol. It was awesome. Yeah, how was that? I saw that you were there. It's awesome. You should go. It's uh, it, that's been one of the tracks that I've wanted to get to. Um, I, I, you know, I, I again, I think the theme of what keeps coming up here. I was going to say that I went to the Fontana race about a month ago, which I went to by myself. I. Going to a lot of things by Interesting. myself. Interesting. Are you okay, Pat? Like, is <laughs> I? I mean, I you, you you've been in a relationship for a long time. That's good. But it, making you know male friends isn't a bad thing. <laughs> Look, guys, I need to, I need some time where I'm stuck in traffic where I can listen to the podcast. So. Oh, okay, that's good. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Fontana's nice. I I've been to Fontana with Toolsy. Actually, that was a good time. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it doesn't compare to Bristol. <laughs> So Toolsy now, Toolsy's <laughs> yeah. a NASCAR snob, so Fontana doesn't cut it. Yeah, Briz, yeah it's a weird one. Okay, thanks for coming on. <laughs> All right, go Pen. Let's go Pen. See you, buddy. Okay. That is Pat Muldowney. Um, speaking of Bristol, um, hats off to uh, DJ Cannington, Canadian driver that was uh, in that race, had the Humboldt Broncos on the hood of his car, and they were auctioning off that hood. So that's going to be going to someone and uh, to be there and have him. He got choked up talking about it. He talked about how he uh, he called up his team owner. He said, I want to honor these guys. And the mm-hmm. owner's like, okay, where do you want to put the logo? He said, on the hood. On the hood. I love it. And yeah. I love that they're auctioning. Really off. good guy. And he knows uh, Cole. I'm like, do you know 
DJ's like, yes, we've known each other forever. So uh, a guy uh, going up against the big teams is uh, expensive. And uh, yeah. Yeah, he, the sacrifice, right? Yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, like he, he literally yeah, that's goes something in. that nobody really talks about. That's, you know, that's they, pretty They impressive. go in knowing they aren't going to going to win the race. They right. just want to be there at the end. And he finished the race. So yeah. that's big. Yeah, very cool that he did that. And the GoFundMe last night when I did the show, and I know you were sitting right beside me, uh, last night, uh, the GoFundMe, almost $12 million. Oh. It's incredible. Uh, speaking of incredible, Dan, we have another guest uh, on the line, and this is pretty special. Um, maybe, Christoph, can you play the drop, that, uh, and then Dan will know who this is. He drinks at last time. There it is. It's Mickey what? all the way from Korea. Hi, Mickey. Hi. <laughs> Mickey, this wow. makes me so happy. We miss you so much. Oh, me too. What are you doing right now? Let me guess. You're on your way to a massage parlor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, how have you been? Do you miss us? Of course, of course. I really uh, uh listening the podcast, uh, your podcast. I, I was downloaded. Oh, oh, that's nice. That's great. Are you spreading the yeah. word? Is the podcast becoming popular in South Korea? <laughs> uh, so, uh, I mean, can I be honest? Yes. It's yes. not popular in Korea. <laughs> <laughs> ha- now, have you looked into have you looked into any acting roles for me so I can so I can capitalize on my bird face? Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think, Mickey, that Dan, if Dan doesn't know how to speak Korean, he could still be a big movie star just based on his tiny face and how fascinated Koreans are with it? Oh, uh, can I be honest again? Yes. yes. <laughs> You're you are good looking. Dan is good looking. He's uh, he has some more face, but. This day, you know, Korea, so many foreigners came to here. So I think you can't. Oh, uh, okay. yeah. No okay. shot for you, Tulsi. <laughs> so uh, right off the top, Mickey, crushing our yeah. dreams. I love it. Oh, yes. <laughs> so how, how have you been since the Olympics? What have you been doing? Oh, uh, just to work and <laughs> thinking of guys. You <laughs> and yeah, I, I I want to stay in Canada too. Yeah, it's why don't you come country. visit? Dan has some rooms in his house. <laughs> you could stay in, and then who knows what happens, Mickey? As uh, the oh. nights get colder, and uh, are you serious? <laughs> yes, yes, very serious. How much do you miss Dean, our camera guy? Oh, oh. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, can I be honest? Not at all. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. What? What? So um, what is it like uh, after the Olympics are over? Is everyone sad? Uh, does everyone wish uh, that all the Canadians would come back to their country? Uh, how is the entire country recovering uh, from their Olympic hangover? Oh, that's a good question. Mm, uh, I think Korean people, they they really enjoyed um, the Olympics and everyone happy. I think Korean government to get um, money. 
Oh, yeah. That's what it's all about. <laughs> That's what it's all about. And you saw Guy when he was in Seoul, correct? Yeah, 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 right, right. <laughs> that wasn't fun? It doesn't sound like you thought it was that, that great. <laughs> no. Oh, sorry, sorry. I, I had a great time, Dean, and Dean's sister. She's amazing, too. Uh, yeah, she's personally like me. <laughs> yeah, Guy is one of our producers that uh, was uh, over with us at the Olympics. He stayed for a couple weeks after and uh, toured around. And he I have said- to tell you, Mickey, Seoul, we were blown yeah. away. What a city. We loved it, Mickey. We wish we had more time in Seoul. That city's awesome. Oh, you should visit. You should come. Yeah. I know. We should. And then uh, you can take me to another uh, Thai massage place. <laughs> but does, but no, then Guy will have to come, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll introduce many uh, massage therapies places. Ooh, okay. Now you're speaking my language. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Mickey, uh, Gee uh, said that he somehow, the night you guys went out together, by the end of the night, he somehow ended up uh, at a, how do I say this? Ladyboy? At a transsexual bar, um, and that they wouldn't let him in because oh. he was too intoxicated. <laughs> Do you have anything to do with that? Uh, any comment? Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so you mean uh, he went to Itaewon Bar? Yeah, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I think it was in Itaewon, yeah. Yeah. And, I, <laughs> and, uh, and the ladies there uh, didn't want Guy to come in and hang out mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he... He was a little too intoxicated. And uh, oh. I wondered if you maybe fed him a little too much soju that night. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, I've been, I've been to many times in Itaewon, but yeah. i never been there uh, like that. So I, I, <laughs> I should go there. I, yeah, go I check it out. Yeah, I'll check, I'll check it. Okay. <laughs> You yeah, can, we, you speaking of soju, it. we haven't had soju since we returned to Canada. We uh, we're in withdrawal. I I bought some. Oh, on the weekend, and I sent Mickey the picture. Now, is that good stuff I bought, or is that like, are you sending us the the dregs, like the stuff from the bottom of the soju barrel? Oh yeah, yeah, same, yeah, same bottle of soju, same. Yeah, yeah. it was the same stuff we yeah. were drinking. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I haven't cracked it open yet, but I I assume it's good. That stuff will sneak up on you. Oh, man. And by the way, Mickey, we're continuing to drink during the day. You'll be happy to know that. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, Mickey, Um, this has been great. What a surprise. Uh, This uh, made my day. Oh, yeah. I really miss you guys. Yeah. I I don't know if you saw it on Instagram, but I took a, a video of you. When we said goodbye, oh. when I took, when we said goodbye to each other, and it was the saddest video ever because we said, "There goes Mickey," and you turned around and you like slumped your head, and everyone was very sad. Yeah, to, to see oh, you walk really? away. Yes. Yeah, very sad. You're a big part of the show. <laughs> That's oh, thank you. Uh, to, to be honest, Mickey, the most mm-hmm. the most questions we've had about the Olympics concern you. People said, "What was Mickey like?" Yeah. They didn't care about the Olympics. They just wanted to know about you. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yes. it's true. It's true. <laughs> wow. 
Wow. <laughs> I'm so famous in Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're v- still you very are. famous here. Um, apparently, we're not so famous in Korea, but you're very <laughs> famous here. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. it's okay. It's okay. Well, you'll have to come visit us soon, and then you can make uh, some more appearances on the show, or uh, you can be our driver when we go to Tokyo 2020 for the Summer Olympics. Yes. Yeah, I should do learn uh, Japanese. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, work on. You've got two years to work on that, and then uh, and then we'll see you there. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Thank Mickey. Okay. We'll talk you. to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. 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 Yeah. Mickey, great. Wow. Great person. That was a great surprise. Yeah, I thought you'd enjoy that. That really worked out well. Well. That was a good uh, trip down memory lane podcast. I guess we did it. And now, one more call. Here's Ben. T- just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, we got to go. I on. think I'm just a penis guy. <laughs> we got to go a good solid month without Ben. Uh, well, I don't know how the people I'm feel so about happy. that. That's a good question. Less is more. Less about, is more. How about this? Let's throw this out to the, to the podcast listeners. How many times a month, four episodes, should we have Ben on? Once, twice, three times, or four times. So four times would be every week Ben's on. That would be, that's when Dan would stop doing the podcast. Yes, that's when I would stop showing up. Dan would stop showing up here. It would be like Pat, like Pat just stopped not showing up at our podcast in L.A. Speaking of uh, people just stopped showing up, remember we used to have Tim read stuff, producer Tim? Uh, Story time with producer Tim. Well, he hated it. Remember, Christoph? He truly hated it. I believe he asked for it. This time. <laughs> was kind of the story behind the scenes. Like he begrudgingly did it the first couple of times. Then he just we barely could get anything out of him. And then yeah, finally, he, he did not enjoy that. No, he didn't really like that at all. Um, he was very upset in the end. So maybe we can get him and bring it back. It was fun that remember we do that modulated voice thing. That's really weird. Well, listen, uh, this has been a treat, and uh, we'll be back next week because this weekend, Toolsy and I are going together to beautiful Saskatoon, Saskatchewan for the Rock 102 Spring Invasion at Prairie Land. Get your tickets now. Wait, they don't sell tickets. you got to win them. (laughs) That's right. Uh, I can't wait for that. So uh, we'll have lots of tales from Toontown. And Robin White, who we met last year, last year's event, will be at this year's event. So uh, we'll get them on next week, and we'll uh, talk about our weekend. It'll be a lot of fun. Can't wait to get to Saskatoon. Yeah. That's um, Justin Waddy right now. He said, hey, um, could we chat with you this week before you fly here? Of course. He said that to you? Yeah. Ooh, sounds like we've been fired. That sounds like no, no, he's breaking up with you. No, like on the radio. Oh, okay. Not like, hey, I need to. Hey, can I talk? We need I to hate talk. when someone sends a message. Hey. I need to talk to you. We got to talk. Thanks. It's over. <laughs> You're not our hosts for the spring invasion. <laughs> Roger uh, Millions is the guy. Come on, it'll be fun. I'd pay to see that. That'd be fantastic. His daughter is one of the hosts on the radio station. That's right. Roger's daughter, Millie Millions. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good radio handle. Afternoons with Millie Millions on Rock 102. Now. Here's the guess who running back to Saskatoon. We're playing it again. <laughs> uh, okay. We'll uh, talk to you next week. Uh, we'll it. 
Goodbye. They're going home. The Jay and Dan Podcast, presented by our good friends at Coors Light.